Football, gotta love it. Maddie, what's up? No, dude. Oh, good. yeah. Dorky white guy high five. Yeah. How we doing? This show is sponsored by <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Remember, at every home gate and tailgate, it is the one fans crave. And the show that they're sponsoring is called Breaking the Huddle. I haven't even said that. I'm Joel Klatt. That's Matt Leinert. Thank you for joining us. This is the internet, so please interact as much as you possibly can with as much snark as you possibly can. I hope there's a lot of ten Tennessee fans out there because a little later in the show, I'm probably going to murder you. Online murdering, of course, not real murdering, so let's not you all think, throw a fit. You think Clay Travis is watching this right now? Okay, go. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get to the top six. This is going to be my top six. How good was that first sip? It was way. so all good. Right. Dr. Pepper, when it hits your lips, boom, boom, boom. I'm a non-drinker. I got to get excited about this energy things. you got today. Know, it's, right? it's almost like it's conference championship it week. It is conference yeah. championship week. We've got great games. We'll yep. get into that a little bit, but remember, the show is only as good as the comments that you give us. We'll get to some of those comments a little bit later, try to give you some snark back. Um, and let's have some fun because that's what it's supposed to be. It's college football. Damn it. Let's have some fun. Number six. You can say that on TV too. Not. Number, Number six. I couldn't decide. I noticed that. Um, what do we do? What do we, what do we think? I mean, what do, what do we think? Where would you go? Yeah, look at that, look at that, look at sorry, that. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's okay. Listen, because there are merits to throw both of them out there at are, six, there okay? Are. We'll, we'll throw Bama at five. Well, shortly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so here's the deal with I really couldn't decide because at this point, and by the way, this is more of a reason for contraction and not expansion because now we're starting to get into bad resumes mm -hmm. and arguing about them, right? These are not great resumes between either of these schools. And Ohio State knows it, and Alabama should know it, right? So I, I really couldn't decide. I don't know what the committee is going to do based on potentially whatever yep. happens with that Big Ten game. But these kind of were the teams at that six number for me, both of them. Uh, the, the, you know, the conference championship, I know you're a big advocate, so it has to mean something if Ohio State to. wins. You know, and, and I think when you look at the losses, obviously the Ohio State loss to Iowa Ugh, is just is bad. killing them. It is bad, and it's killing them, and it, it should kill them. But You just don't walk into Kinnick. You just don't walk into Kinnick. But Alabama, and I think they're really good, but I think this is just because it's who they are, and it's Bama, yeah. and their strength of schedule, as you've pointed out, is horrible. It's really bad. They have one win, one quality win against LSU, who lost to Troy. I mean, we can, we can break down – and they're Every getting single game. gifted this but spot they by are, the committee. They are getting gifted, exactly. The Fresno so, State ranking, the Mississippi State ranking, come on. Like, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. This, this is the one debate. If Wisconsin wins, there's no debate. But if Ohio State wins, it'll come down to these two teams. So, Number five. Ooh, so you don't even have Bama in here. Well, they were splitting at six, and I have to take one of them down. So I guess we could try to – can they both fit? Can they both fit like, like this? Is that is that working? Yeah, there props, we go. We're props. Props. Look at us. <laughs> Boom. Okay, so this um, is how we do. I've got Georgia at five. Um, they've been kind of the team lost in the shuffle this week. No one's talking about Georgia. They're clearly a win and in. By yeah. the way, I really like them in this matchup, namely because it's a rematch. It's tough Ugh. to beat a team twice. Yeah. And secondly, Matt. I don't. Carry on Johnson. Yeah. That health of, of Johnson, that's a big deal for Auburn. That, that's, that's the key. If Carry on Johnson doesn't play or he goes in 30% and then gets taken out, 
because all the all the running backs behind him, I, I think they have a combined. Well, Petaway's already yeah, out. Petaway's already yeah, I mean, out. So th- um, you're talking about there's not a lot of production, and and all of Jared Stidham's success has become is because of that run game. Yeah, it's the RPO success. Yes. You know, RPO and, their ability to throw the ball downfield, the play action. Um, so so their defense. I, I just. That is a key. I just think the way Auburn, and I know rematches are tough, and it's hard to beat a, a team twice, yeah. especially Georgia is a really good team, I think. Georgia, to me, was exposed in this game a couple weeks ago can with Jake Fromm. Can right? they throw the can football? Can they throw the ball? That's the question. And Auburn's Brom. defense is not going anywhere. That, that defense is nasty. Against Clemson, Alabama, and well, there's one other, and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Less than 17 points against all those teams. So, in big moments, that defense shows up. I'm with you on that. You know, anything again, conference championship games, anything can happen. Uh, we'll see. I, I like Auburn in that football. Uh, right Jake Fromm, by the way, if UGA fan, he's second in the country with a 187 rating on third down. I know he was high going into that first matchup. We'll see. I mean, we'll see what he is and what he can be. All right, number four. This is where I'm going to vehemently disagree with the committee. And I'm going to go with Clemson at number four. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not even three. You got you got them a little oh, too sorry. higher for me. Yeah, well, That's all right. I'm blind. It's at USC um, Education. So, so here's, here's why I've got Clemson <laughs> at number three. Clemson is a really good team. You got Clemson at four. Uh, yeah, at it's four. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Way to go. Way to go. Okay. I like their defense, but their defense has been inconsistent. Kelly Bryant has played well of late, but remember that's maybe more to do with the fact that South Carolina is not really a great football team. And okay. the Citadel. The Citadel doesn't count, but South Carolina is a good team. They're I, not great, My but verdict good. is still out on Clemson. They win, they're going to be in, right? Uh, it's a decent resume. They've got the win against Auburn. I don't think Auburn was close to what they mm-hmm. are now uh, at that point. That's a 10-2 Auburn team. They beat Virginia Tech, who has kind of stumbled down the stretch. North Carolina State, clearly not what we thought what they were at the time. And Louisville, clearly not what we thought they were at the time. So Kelly Bryant's good form of late, five touchdowns in the last couple of games. He only had seven on the year coming into those two games. So we'll see. I like Clemson. Their resume is good. I think that the committee is way overvaluing yeah. Clemson right now. I, I actually I have them number one as well. Um, and so Matt's way I'm overvaluing over, Clemson like, and right at, now. <laughs> at the end of the day, my whole thing is, too, that they win, they beat Miami, they're in. Like, like it, it doesn't matter. I do, I do think placement where these teams are does matter because sure. obviously the 1-4 matchup where you home play, game, home game, like all that. that thing. But I have, a little, I have a little more faith in Clemson. This is the defending national champ. A lot of guys are back from last year's team. It hasn't been pretty, but I, I personally know how hard it is to win a title, then follow up and, and just beat everybody the way you beat them the year before. It's really hard to do. Um, I do have a concern with Kelly Bryant uh, yeah. against better teams, although I thought he played really well against South Carolina. Yeah. And what Best they asked game, him to I'd do. say, right? Yeah, and that defense, it's and I, the last three games, they've been really good. And they're a. They're, I mean, them against Citadel. They're, they like suffocating. They were good against Florida State, and they were really good against South Carolina. I mean, Florida State's like 105th in offense. And they beat Auburn, who, who <laughs> could be one of the best teams. Listen, you know, I know, I know. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, sorry. I love Dabo. I love this defense. I think they're peaking at the right time, and I think they are. I think they're going to beat down Miami. I think they're a very dangerous team in the playoff. They I really remi- do. They remind me a little of Florida State yeah. the year after they won the national championship, and we just kind of Florida State lost to Oregon that year. They got blown out by Oregon. That's why it'll be interesting to see where they end up. Obviously, they're one now. They're going to end up being one if they beat Miami. So they'll play probably 
Wisconsin's your three. They're my four this week. So it would probably be Wisconsin if they won. That Wisconsin's my three. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this about Wisconsin, and there's a lot of numbers that back this up. But quite honestly, those numbers are kind of minutia. You just have to understand that Wisconsin is the most consistent team in the country. Yep. Week in and week out, they give you not only consistent effort but consistent production. Now that also means like not high end, right? We have not seen them on the high end throwing the football, the ability mm-hmm. to blow people out. Um, I think last week was probably the best we've seen them throw the ball with Alex Hornibrook, but they're just steady, and that <laughs> that's tough to beat. You know, you you go up against Wisconsin. Let's just say it this way: I think Ohio State has to play their best to oh, beat yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. Well. We've seen Ohio State play poorly, and we've seen them play great. We've seen them do both in the same game. So that's a question mark to mm-hmm. me, right? Everyone's just like, oh, Ohio State by seven. Yeah, maybe. If they're playing great, yep. they're probably better than Wisconsin. What if they're not? Which is 45% of the season that they haven't been great. Wisconsin can beat that team. No, oh, yeah. No question about it. So that's kind of where I, I sit with the I think your point is like you trust – I trust – Wisconsin more. And, and a lot of people, I, I think it goes back to the Iowa deal a couple years ago. Uh, they're where they so run, much better than so, Iowa. That's what I'm saying. No disrespect. They're so much better than Iowa. This Wisconsin defense is legit. Number one defense no, in the country. And it's not, they're not slow. They're not, they are fast. They are really good against the run. They are really good against the pass. They get after the quarterback. They are legit. Like Ohio State's going to struggle scoring points no against doubt. them. I, I really think it's a low-scoring game. Um, and you look at offensively, they have a Heisman Trophy candidate running back, Jonathan Taylor, who, by the way, is legit. He's really good. Hornerbrook is my concern. Yeah, he he's he's kind of one of those guys who who's made some great throws a week ago. He's also made some really bonehead throws, um, but he may be a better passer than JT Barrett. I mean, JT Barrett in that passing game, so. I actually I like Wisconsin in this football game. Ooh. I think they have proven the point the last couple of weeks, and like you said, they're a model of consistency. But they're they're a more athletic team than they've had in the past. I like them. I like them. Horny Brook, but oh, Jim, Jim Leonard. Leonard. We what? can't talk about Wisconsin without Jim Leonard. By the way, I they haven't Jim trailed. Yesterday. They He's haven't trailed. Good dude. Really they haven't good trailed dude. in the fourth. What was that face you just did? I, that was like my bro face. Um, they haven't trailed in the fourth quarter, bro, all season. Only team in the country not to trail. Hornybrook, by the way, is a lot like Kelly Bryant in that, like, very inconsistent at times, best football being played now. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the key. He's the key in that. I've got Auburn number two, so all of you that think I just hate the SEC, you're frauds. Um, I don't hate the SEC because I've got You've actually Auburn been on Auburn loss. for a couple weeks now. I have, yeah. and, and earlier in, this, in the season, on this very show, I said that Auburn was not very good and that they shouldn't have been the – uh, highest ranked two loss team. You did. I can be proven wrong, and here's the difference: is like I will admit that fully um, at any given time when I'm proven wrong. And Auburn has proven me wrong. A couple of wins against the top team in the country, once against Georgia, and then against Alabama. Uh, I love their defense. Yeah. I'm really concerned about their running back position this week. I think that for that reason, I'm actually going to lean Georgia. It's not a real yeah. heavy lean. It's just very mildly like a 51% lean because uh, very much see. <laughs> I mean, that's a lean, right? to clarify that. 52.5% lean. A um, couple of wins against two teams that have 11 wins. That's, that's pretty impressive. When you're the only loss that Georgia has, when you're the only loss that Alabama has, um, that's pretty impressive. By the way, it's not just their defense. They're scoring 41 points per game in conference play. Um, that's right now the number one uh, offense 
in the SEC. So that's can, why I've got we him can, at number we two. We can move on. I'm the same. Same. Carry on Johnson is. I, I had him number three, but Carry on Johnson is a concern. His health. I mean, Tell if he's you. healthy. I don't think Georgia stands a chance. If he's not, it'll be interesting. Why does the committee not value Oklahoma? Because is it because they like defense more it's than It's because they play in the Big 12 and they like defense. I mean, they're the it's only team in the country that has three Power 5 wins against teams that won nine or more games. By the way, two of those wins were on the road. They might do it again with uh, another TC. They've got the best resume in the country. They've By got far. the best player in the country. I understand their defense is suspect. But just like some suspect offenses, I'm looking at you, Clemson, and I'm looking at you, Wisconsin, they're playing better of late. So why does the committee not value Oklahoma? They put a two-loss Auburn over them. They put Clemson without the resume that Oklahoma has over them. It is so clearly a bias against the Big 12, it makes me sick. Six of the committee members of the 13 have either in Southern geographic ties or are tied directly to the ACC or the SEC. That's too big of a percentage, all right? That bias is being felt in the rankings. It's being felt from 20 to 25, and then that 20 to 25 affects what's going on in the top four. Oklahoma has the best resume in the country, and they've done nothing on the field to make you think that they're not the best team in the country. Look what they did in the first half against TCU and the first half against West Virginia. You talk about pulling the dogs off. What was it, 45 <laughs> points in the first half? I mean, give me a break. Yeah, so they're, they're, that's my soapbox I, about Oklahoma. I, I mean, I'm the same. I have them too. I, I actually do have Clemson ahead of them only just because I, I – Clemson's defense, the the championship. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I, I kind of more of a believer. They're defending champ. I'm a more of a believer front. in their in their defense, maybe slowing down Oklahoma and really? to somewhat. And Oklahoma's defense to me is still something where if a I think quarterback if, I think can run, a quarterback like can Bryant. run, and yeah. Clemson and. Clemson has speed everywhere still. You know, yeah. Deion Kane, they got a lot of playmakers. This is so the worst just, matchup for Oklahoma. By far. That would be an incredible. I think Oklahoma, I think, beats anybody This is anybody an incredible else. national championship game. I think that's going to be the national yeah, championship, unless the committee does something stupid. Um, so, so I'm the same with you to Oklahoma. They're playing as well as anybody. The offense, Baker Mayfield, their defense is playing better. Yeah. Uh, I personally, I think, again, we said it with Auburn, Georgia. You know, TCU, I think, is capable to beat Oklahoma. They're a good team. What? I just have a point to make after you're done. Go, I'm the same. I, I think we're we're we have the same four, different order, but we both think I think Oklahoma Clemson playing the title game. Alabama's somehow. resume is done, and they will not play a tenth Power Five game like all yeah. these other teams will do, and some of them the eleventh Power Five game in their championship. Um, their resume is very very thin. It's not even close to what Ohio State's was a year ago when the non-champ mm-hmm. got into the playoff. Remember, Ohio State had a win against Oklahoma, Oklahoma. the Big 12 champ. Yep. They had a win against Michigan. They had a win against Wisconsin. They had a win against Nebraska. All those teams uh, were ranked and ranked, obviously, very highly. Their strength of schedule, I believe, was in the top 10 last year, speaking of Ohio State. That's not the case for Alabama. It's a very thin resume. If Alabama goes to the playoff, it is a sponsor's Uh-oh. exemption. That's what it is. Now, I hear, I'm not arguing that someone else is better, okay? The problem is is that their resume doesn't add up to playoff caliber, okay? So this is not an Ohio State-Alabama argument. I'm not arguing for Ohio State. I'm basically saying this resume is not good enough to go to the playoff. Chalk obviously would be better. If Ohio State had a conference championship, I think that would be... The kicker in in the comparing of the resumes. But this whole notion, and listen, like I said, 
We're just comparing bad resumes now. This is not an argument for expansion. Those of you that are like, this is why we need expansion. Why? So we can let more mediocre teams in? <laughs> Come on. What are we talking about? Excellence. Let's reward excellence. We do that by contraction or rewarding only conference, conference champs. champs. Yeah. I think only conference champs should go to the playoff. Okay, that's the top six. Those are some of our thoughts on the top six. Are we going to do comments now? Or are we going to do coaching? Coaching, Serge. Here we go. This is what we're gonna, And we want you to play along at home. All right, first of all, hold on. Hold on. There it is. There it is. Oh, your, your lips were looking a little dry. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. We, uh, Matt and I, I can't spell, by the way, so this is going to be fun. We're going to write down our one word that uh, best is associated with all these coaching searches and or hires that we've seen over the last, what, week, uh, week and a half. So, okay. Chip, Chip Kelly at UCLA. Okay. So one word? One word. Hmm. <laughs> or it could be two. Home run. Home run. I know that's two, but I made it one with an underlining. <laughs> sexy. Yes. Put them Wait, together, it's like, a sexy home it's run. It's a sexy home run. The type that you pull your chain out so everybody knows you hit home run. Um, I think it's a great hire. Me for too. UCLA, Me and too. Matt is so sad about it. Listen, if I'm USC right now, I'm nervous. Oh, i got to yeah. tell you, I'm nervous. You, 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 I, I think, think Chip can own LA. This is the best hire so far. Actually, it, it's the best hire in college football. Maybe the last he, few years. In, in the last couple of years, yeah. I I'm think trying to I, think of some of the like really good hires over the last. I think Harbaugh was a great hire. I think Urban Meyer was obviously maybe the best hire. Nick Saban back to 07. Sexy Chip Kelly. Um, Won the press conference. Uh, James by the Franklin way. was a great yeah. hire. I mean, that's we're talking. I think in this light, it just, I just think his recruiting LA. What he did. I mean, th- this is this is what UCLA has needed Oof. for a long time. And uh, I'm gonna got get guy. I'm gonna get like the three Bruins fans all excited. <laughs> I really think they can compete for a playoff spot. That means that at yeah. the top end of the Pac-12 within three or four years. Oh yeah. Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen. I may spell this wrong. Perfect. Dan Mullen at Florida is perfect. I love it. If I was ranking him, it would be just behind Chip Kelly. He's a perfect whisperer. The whisperer? The whisperer of quarterbacks. Ooh, I like it. He always has had really good quarterbacks. I was going play. with, I was going Do you with like it? safe. I love it. Do you love the hire? He's like the I think third it's a or great fourth. Hire. He was the third or fourth coach, but it's a great hire. And the reason why Florida... No secret, the offense, the quarterback play. And, Joel, you know this, what he's done with quarterbacks over his career. Yes. When he was with Urban Meyer, all the guys, even what he did at Mississippi State with Dak and then even Nick Fitzgerald, this is what they need, and he's won a lot of games. Remember, Florida has had virtually no success in their history outside of the Spurrier and Urban Meyer era. Um, So only two coaches that had wild success prior and since from moving on from Florida. So I think it's really smart to go back to that well and get someone from that era. Dan Mullen's a home run. Look what he was doing at Mississippi State. Folks, Stark Vegas is bad, man. And they like, I mean, he had him at number one. It's a good hire. That's a great hire. If it wasn't Chip at UCLA, that would have been easily the best hire so far of the season. Yeah, that's a solid hire. Next. Joe Moorhead. Joe Moorhead at Mississippi State. Here we go. Joe Moorhead. I don't think this is two words, but whatever. 
Ready? Go. You first or me? I'll go first on this one. Oh, all right. Here we go. Matty first. Bang! Bang. You know what that means? That's that's Coach Wanstead. That means when something good happens, bang! (laughs) This is a bang hire. I I agree. I said underrated. It's not going to get the coverage that most of these hires are going to get. But Joe Moorhead has been a catalyst to that turnaround at Penn State. I know, obviously, Saquon Guy won Barkley, game, playoff games at Fordham. He, he was a great head coach before he Let's went go. back in to be a coordinator in the Power Five. Joe Moorhead's a really, really good football coach. And by the way, you can, you can track the, the change and the success at Penn State back to his hiring. Yep. James Franklin was going to get fired at Penn State, and all of a sudden, Joe Moorhead comes in. He has Trace McSorley. He has Barkley, and they went on to win he's, the uh, Big Ten championship. And he's inheriting a good team, too. Really good team. It's, it's a good quarterback, a good team. I'm happy for him. He's a great yeah. dude, too. I think you he, guys are going to be really happy with that. Look at that. Two SEC programs. I have nothing but positive things they, to say they, about they, both. Both, of, both those teams will be better. Dan Mullen was great, but both those teams will be better with those guys, I think. Yeah, it's interesting with I mean, the Dan Mississippi State. Is, I don't know about... Maybe better, but but, but certainly it's a good hire. It's continuing, not, it's, yes, right? Exactly. Continuing. He will he will keep them in the right track. Florida, I think, I think is in a much better place right um, now, and and the East has needed it. You know, I think Dan Mullen going over to the East really balances things out. Okay, here we go. What do we got? Uh, Tennessee. Oh my gosh. We're definitely drawing pictures. It did not work out. It did not work out. It did not work out. Oh, God, that looks bad. Hold on. God, what am I doing? This looks like a hand. Oh, wow. That's my best poop emoji. Steven one. Matt, explain. That's a dumpster. And that's a fire, although that looked like... Nice. No, that's good. That's good. It looks a little bit like a peace sign. It's a, they, they've been using the trash cans, and, you know, you guys, Kristen, you guys, we've done the trash can oh, fire ridiculous. all season, so I'm doing a dumpster fire. Um, I feel really bad for John Curry, the athletic director, because I thought he was actually... He went through an exhaustive search. He did a lot of uh, vetting of candidates, and then obviously... Oh, Y'all, you know, followed a blogger off the cliff because he didn't get his choice. He basically threw an online we, fit uh, because John Gruden didn't shimmy down the chimney at Tennessee. John Gruden was never going to Tennessee. So no. the fact that you got so upset because it wasn't John Gruden is shameful. You guys do we, should be uh, embarrassed. Do we, do we know the reports out there? Is it yeah, so Mike Gundy uh, turned the job down. Today. Brom from Purdue essentially has turned it down. The oh, he contract did? talks have basically, quote-unquote, stalled. Ah, um, so. They were talking to him, obviously. So now so they're, back to they're still one. at square one, which if you're not a Tennessee guy like T. Martin, why would you even take it? By the way, a Tennessee guy and David Cutcliffe was like, no way. Why? Because the first time I'm going to struggle at all, I'm going to get some sort of internet mob called upon me. Way to go, Tennessee fan base. It's a a bad place to be. Yikes. Yikes. (laughs) Poop emoji. I didn't even get to see your poop emoji. It was decent. I thought your picture was better. That's why I quickly erased it. Here we go, comments. Let's go. Hopefully you've had good comments. And if you're a Tennessee fan, well, I'm I'm destroying everything. Here we go. What do we got? You want to know where Miami is? They're in South Beach. Yeah, they're they're about to start you, their what vacation do you mean, next week. Miami? 
Where's Miami? I want to let me. I want to say something about this. Last week, Pitt. I I actually, on our Friday show when we were in Ann Arbor, I I said Miami was going to beat the brakes off of Pitt. I did not feel this was a trap game. I didn't. I said Pitt was going to. No, win. you did, Coach. Everybody did. I just thought Virginia the week before, and. I feel like can we put this down? Oh, I was doing. I feel so, I was like doing a dance behind it. Let me tell you, my, my concern, was, which we don't have to get into. How about you bench your quarterback who goes eleven and zero in the fourth quarter to the backup who goes three plays and looks awful? Now you go into a conference championship game against Clemson. I think Clemson with, beats the doors off. Yeah, of this it's look at great year Miami. Turnover change you know was, was a success. It was too early, for, you know, and that's fine. It's that's, a great. It was a great year. For it was Miami. a great year, and I just. I don't think Miami is as good but as any of these teams. If they win, they're going to be in. They're in. So th- and you know what? They will have, have earned it. They still have everything in front of them. I won't have any problems with Miami being in if they win the game. Now, the committee may not put them in based on where Alabama is, and so we'll see. Uh, but we'll obviously come across that bridge next week. All right, what does this one say? Come on, Joel. You have to admit Auburn and Clemson's defense, which shut down Mayfield from Ryan. When did they shut down Mayfield? Two years ago, Clemson shut down Mayfield. By the way, Mayfield was hurt in that game. And I think it was Auburn last year who got their doors blown off in the Sugar Bowl. Ryan. Ryan, first of all. I understand that you were named after Ryan Sandberg. But, like, that's just, a, that's just false. That's just false. This is the type of Southern narrative that I tend to fight against. And I can't stand because none of this is true. What you wrote on the Internet is not True. Do you understand that? I don't think you quite understand that. Like, facts and myth are two different things. Ryan? I do like your name, by the way. Ryan Sandberg. Who's one of my favorites? That's my brother's favorite player. He and Kirby Puckett. Oh, Kirby. You know who my favorite player was? Vince Coleman. Nope, no one knows who he is. Weird. All right, who we got? At both of you, Joel and Matt, since you both love Baker so much, What's going to be your text to him when he wins the Heisman? Oh, let me see. I might have already composed it. It's funny. We actually uh, we actually exchanged numbers yesterday when I sat oh, down. Oh, I already him. had it before Boom. yesterday. Boom! What? Boom! Um, what's this? What's our text going to be? Yeah. What is it? What is uh, our text going to be? Yeah. What is it? it like? What is? Duh. Do you text Idiot. guys that win the Heisman? I'm just like that. I think that's a cool club, right? Like yeah. I'm not in the club. Um, yeah. Yeah, part of what the does club. it feel like, honestly? <laughs> like when they call your name? This is true. I'm like, I'm it's being awesome, honest, man. Right? It's really cool. That's all you got. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a pretty remarkable feeling. That's it. That's all we got. What do you want? What do you want me to say? I mean, like, it's the great, you... it's the greatest club in all sports. It really is. Do you realize on an individual accomplishment? There's only one individual accomplishment in the sport, okay, any level, that supersedes the Heisman. That's being a pro football Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like, that is, that is, that's, you're going to yeah. be introduced like that forever. Yeah. That, that's, the, that's the thing is, is, you, is one of the first things they tell you is no matter what happens, you, are always, you will always be Heisman Trophy winner, Baker Mayfield, you know, whoever. It's going to be Baker. Yeah, but, and that's, as you get older, you appreciate it more. I'm sure. Um, and being a part of that club, which is just incredible. So it felt good, Joel. You know, it felt good. I'm sure okay. it did. I'm sure it did. By the way, some ties to Matt's year with the Heisman Trophy, and then we're going to be done because yeah. that year actually has some significance for this week in college football. And here's why. Let's tie it together. 
The guy who finished second to Matt Leinart in 04 was Adrian Peterson. He was a true freshman running back for Oklahoma, and he set the NCAA freshman ru uh, rushing record, single-season rushing record that year for the Sooners. Yep. It was just over 1,900 yards. Well, Jonathan Franklin right now, no, T Taylor, Taylor, I'm sorry. Jonathan Taylor for Wisconsin. I have Jonathan Franklin in my mind. Jonathan uh, Taylor for who's Wisconsin. John, Jonathan Franklin? He was the UCLA back, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. A couple of years ago. Jonathan we Taylor. We had Chip Taylor. Okay, yeah. Taylor, he's a true freshman for Wisconsin. There's only two players ahead of him right now on single-season rushing record, Ron Dane from Wisconsin, consequently, and Adrian Peterson. I think Jonathan Taylor's got a great chance to go to New York, finish in the top two, three in the Heisman Trophy voting. He might pass Adrian yeah. Peterson's rushing mark, which would have some significance to this year because uh, it would have a lot of ties back to that Adrian Peterson year when Matty Leinert was introduced as the Heisman Trophy. So just a little history there as you start watching some of these games. By the way, best conference championship game slate that we've had in a oh, yeah. long time, right? Awesome. I mean, it's as good as it gets this week. A lot of these are de facto quarterfinal games. Yep. Enjoy it. Thank you for watching Breaking the Huddle. I appreciate you getting involved with some of these comments. Our show is sponsored by Dr. Pepper. Remember, at every home gate and tailgate, it is the one that fans crave. For Maddie, I'm Joel Clapp. We're out of here. Yeah.